Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Tonight, we got a 70s montage. We got a little bit of Shaka Khan, and we also learned not to trust Artie. Stick around on the Stumptown After Show on AfterBuzz TV. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Oh, yes. It is Wednesday, everyone. AfterBuzzers, <laughs> welcome back. We are here for the Stumptown After Show on AfterBuzz TV, episode three. Rip City Dicks, rip, rip City Dicks. Oh my gosh. I'm your host, Ollie Drennan, and I'm joined by my full panel. I'm so excited. We're all finally here. It's so amazing. We've got our special segment queen, Shay Jones, in the house. I'm so happy that you're back. How are you doing? No I am good? back, and I'm super excited. This episode was really good. And yeah. Michael Ely's sexy. Oh gosh, we're gonna voice talk about it. Everything in life. We're gonna talk about that for sure. And right next to Shay, we have Latoya Blakely. She is our news queen, so she's gonna give us that that good news, right? You got yeah, some good. I have some good news. Okay, good. So I'm excited good, to share. Good. I'm super excited to be back. Of course. I'm, I'm just like nothing really special about me. I'm just like the lead host, and I love Kobe Smolders. Like she's just a queen. And um, uh, sir, yeah. you're more than just lead host. This guy is amazing. He won't introduce himself, so I'm going to introduce oh you. I'm going to give you a title. He is the biggest Kobe Smolders fan <laughs> ever in history, oh, Mr. Ali oh. Drennan. Oh, the applause! The studio audience is just <laughs> applauding us tonight. Well, he doesn't get to let himself that <laughs> easy around here. Thank you, Shay. Thank you. Thank you just for being here, both of you. You guys are amazing. And uh, we also have a live chat. If anyone's tuning in live, that is awesome. Give us your questions, your comments, your theories about what, how the show is going. Um, any fans of the co- the graphic novel Stump Town, which I'm super excited because I just ordered it. It's coming tomorrow. I ordered the first volume. So, guys, I got you. I'm a comic book fan. I need the actual physical copy. He's really, he really does need yeah. it. Yeah, so I just, I need so to do good. my homework to really appreciate the show even more than I already do. Without further ado, uh, well, we can't get into our first topic because I want to know your guys' initial thoughts. What, what, what are you guys thinking right now? Episode three just wrapped. Overall thoughts for this first, this episode itself was now... You know, she's actually working towards the goal of taking it seriously of her being a private investigator. Mm-hmm. And that it's not to feel like that's something she needs in her life. So I can't wait to see how, how much she grows. And Artie is a very big, nice enemy to actually come up against. And I'm really excited to see how that travels and traverses through the uh, season. Right. Totally. Latoya, what are you thinking? I just think it was a really good episode. I think that Stumptown does a really good job of um, utilizing music. Like, music is obviously very big to this series. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's all, like, every episode starts on a high note and with a Mm -hmm. lot of action. And so I appreciate that and all of the surprises that we get every episode. Mm -hmm. So I just thought it was a very, like, good, action-packed, surprise-filled episode. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I keep wanting, like, I always wanted to start off with our special segment. We're not going to. So you got to stick around. (laughs) (laughs) to our special segment so if you want to know the details you got to stick around and watch the rest of the show or listen to us wherever you're getting your you know your podcast um because this show well 
stumps me so much. I, I, I am starting to predict certain things, and then it never it never turns out the way I'm thinking. And that's what I love about the show. And also, everyone on the cast is doing such a phenomenal job and just giving light to these characters. And I'm just totally here for it. I'm super excited that it's getting like all the rays, all the good buzz and braves that it's getting. So why don't we get to our first topic? Because I just want to dive right into this. Because we got to talk about our new character, you know, portrayed by Donald Locke. He is Artie, and he's going to be uh, Dex's kind of, like, mentor, you know, becoming a PI. Because Dex, she needs, you know, an apprenticeship. Apprenticeship? Am I saying that correctly? I had had to ask them. Apprenticeship. I had to ask them before the show uh, started. I'm like, uh, so is is this a word? Am I saying this correctly? And they were like, no, you're an idiot. Uh, But yeah, what are your thoughts on Dex's relationship kind of beforehand? I know there's kind of a twist, which we'll talk about more in depth, but how are you, you know, taking this new character, Artie, and Dex kind of have to learn and take and learn and kind of like prosper from his teachings. My first thought when she w- when she went to him was her saying she needs fifteen hundred hours. First of all, why you need fifteen hundred hours <laughs> to get certified? No, I and I understand now, but I'm like fifteen hundred hours is a long time. We're not like I'm trying to figure out how like how many hours like I need to write it all down. To figure out how many months or up to a year would that take me mm. to actually have all those hours. Right. And I'm trying to think, too. <laughs> I really, I was really trying to think of that as she was talking about it. Because that actually means now, okay, she's serious about becoming a real PI. And I think she has not wanted anything serious or real in her life besides her relationship with Gray or her brother since what happened to her and Benny mm-hmm. um, during her Marine days. So mm-hmm. th- I think this is the first real thing for her right so i like that i like the mm-hmm. fact that this is something tangible right and she needs more tangibility and right. stability in her life mm-hmm. and she's so used to doing things like her, on her own and so there, there's not a whole lot of structure it's more so what she's doing and you know kind of following your own kind of path necessarily doesn't necessarily mean that there's structure and like that also goes with relationships and how she isn't really structured with relationships and certain people don't really have titles with her and Hoffman uh but what are you thinking Latoya about Artie you know and his whole deal with Dex in this episode well I really liked how Dex came in and sold herself like Dex does not take no for an answer she always has a plan and she's always like adaptable so if that plan doesn't go quite the way she thought it would she's like quick to change it up Um, as need be and so clearly Artie wasn't very excited about having her on board but like I said she doesn't take no for an answer so she got him on board and at first it seemed like it was going to be a good situation so yeah (laughs) honestly (laughs) like I really enjoyed the relationship because I it's episode three so we weren't really uh used to or at least i wasn't used to seeing dex partnered with someone who was kind of like a, her superior her authoritative authoritative figure and i remember she was having a conversation uh with Artie in the car you know by the end of the episode kind of jumping ahead a little bit but like she doesn't even like to talk about her dad which is you know kind of like a superior you know you think of your father as kind of like your superior authoritative figure or your father you know someone kind of above you but you respect like basically more more or less you so respect like depending that. on the relationship right I no have no that totally that, what i mean is like fatherly figure or some, something like yes. that as i'm trying to you know communicate with you <laughs> but you're not getting no 
But it was so interesting to see that dynamic play out because we weren't used to that relationship. Whereas Dex, I feel like, is so such a strong character and she's so authoritative herself. So it was cool to see her kind of have to learn from someone else and not rely solely on herself. For me, it was interesting because they seem very... They, they're very two similar people. However, Dex, like he said, cares. Right. And obviously, he left his moral somewhere when he left the department. Because mm-hmm. and some PIs are like that. They have no scruples about how they get their money and how they're going to make their money. Mm-hmm. And and again, hell, what she did at the end with the fourteen thousand dollar vase. This is not about it making me feel better, sir. This is just about me destroying something you cared about, mm-hmm. basically, because you're going to destroy another person's life and you don't seem to care. Mm-hmm. And then now I want to know what broke. Artie, what situation, what event broke you that you became who you are now? Right. Because I don't think he's necessarily a bad guy by any means. I think he's gray. I'll say he's gray. But that's what I love about the show. It's not black and white. There's yeah. a, There has to be something behind Artie's story because I think we learned in this episode that he was a part of the force at one point. Right. You know, Hoffman knows who he is. And so clearly, Shay, what you said, you know, there must be some kind of th- something that happened in his past that caused that disconnect to him to kind of like leave the law and kind of take the law into his own hands as becoming a PI. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is only episode three. So, I mean, we don't know a lot. So, I feel like there are a lot of assumptions that have been made about these characters. Um, As I'm doing right now. (laughs) I mean, clearly, Artie, what we do know is that he was, at one point, a part of the police force. Right. Something happens. We don't know what. But nobody Um, apparently, or at least... Hoffman is not because he's younger, so maybe right. the older cops know. Yeah, well, right. So I don't think Hoffman served at the same time that Artie served. Mm-hmm. Um, he knows who he is. We've also learned that, like, Portland seems to be a pretty s- small right. town in terms of everyone knows everyone. Everyone knows what's happening in Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, Artie was a police officer at some point. He's not anymore. We don't yet know why. Right. Maybe he was a good cop. Maybe he wasn't a good cop. Yes. Like, we don't know that yet. But he's, he's kind of gotten off track, you know, and yes. far off track. You did mention that it's a small town, Portland. It's a great town. Uh, but also, I'm wondering, this might be predictions, but Lieutenant, I'm wondering if Lut- the Lieutenant knows... Oh, uh, she, if she knows. She definitely. She, you know, she's, been around, she's been around that block of that police station. <laughs> she knows it like the back of her hand. Um, in, the, in the sense that, so obviously, because this- she's older than Hoffman, too. So she probably was on the forest along yeah. with. I would like to see if they have kind of like a past or some kind of dynamic. And the, I want to see them butt heads, basically. I love the you lieutenant. Want to see so much. Butt heads. Uh, lieutenant. And, the lieutenant. Ha- and Artie. Mm. Okay. That'd be dope. All right. <laughs> no, another fight scene. <laughs> um, but yeah. But he- I, I- Go ahead. I was just going to say, based on the preview for next week's episode, it seems like Artie still has friends in the police force. Mm-hmm. So that will be interesting, right? For us mm-hmm. to find out what really happened and what his relationship is mm-hmm. to Lake officers. I'm just looking forward to the shade. The shade <laughs> that's going to be thrown next week. Because you already know what's hap- it's coming. Well, he's he said he has people in high place. He has clients and friends and connections that he has either cured or blackmailed, yeah, and yeah, yeah. manipulated, mm-hmm. tricked, right. you know, people to get obviously the reaction or the, the outcome that he wanted. Mm-hmm. It's gonna next week's gonna be a very interesting, right? Just PI experience versus amateur PI. Mm-hmm. I wanted. I really think Dex somehow is gonna come out on top. 
But also, you have why are you calling about my government name? You know, just oh call, just, my gosh, Dexedrine. I mean, I understand why she called herself Dexedrine. My parents would have named me that. I would have been. I would have legally changed it. But <laughs> Dexedrine. Like oh. I legit sound like I'm going to put you to sleep. Right. Um, but yeah. And I completely thank you for reminding everyone that hashtag Dexedrine is actually Dex's full name, her government name. How do you own and how you spell it? <laughs> right? I didn't. I don't even know what Dexedrine. Do you know what Dexedrine is? Latoya? I don't. But he no? said something about generic cough medicine. So I, uh, yeah. yeah, it's not our time. Uh, not Dexedrine. Just so you guys know, is uh, to treat ADHD and narcolepsy. Oh, huh. just okay. So you guys, know. thank you, thank you, Vito in the booth. So it's to calm you and keep you awake. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. Which she does with her alcoholism. No. <laughs> well, before we kind of talk about... That was not shade. I love Dex. I'm like, I'm, wait a second. I like a drink after work. Does that mean I'm an girl, alcoholic? Same. No, girl, same. I can't even, I can't even throw shade. Because... I didn't even take it as shade so much. You're just like... She, but she handles her liquor well, so hey. Right. It's just a beer. <laughs> a couple beers. <laughs> it's no. my last beer. I can't offer you anymore. Dex is a full on mood. Um, I want to talk about the twist clearly, but we'll save that. For a little bit later, so stay tuned. Uh, before we get to our next topic, though, I just want to shout out the After Buzzers out there. Thank you so much for letting us be the ESPN of TV talk. It means so much to us. We love chatting with you guys, giving us the comments, the likes, and the subscriptions. Subscribe to our channels. We're on the we're on the TV drama channel right now. We also we have the Sci-Fi Superheroes, one of my personal favorites. We have the Animation Channel. We have Reality TV competitions, y'all. We have so much. The so much singer is so. Lit oh my this gosh. Shay goes off, right? Shay loves it. Shay loves it. And I know you're on the Politician After Show, I am right? I'm on the Politician After See? Show. It's such a good show. If you have not watched it, you definitely should and right. tune into our After Show. But just um, if we're talking reality TV, 90 Day Fiance Uh-oh. is amazing. And love After Lockup. See, so much content here on After Buzz. And until then, subscribe, like, share with your friends and family on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you know, all of the good social media and platforms. And five stars on iTunes. Oh my gosh, Shay, thank you. We would love and appreciate the five-star reviews on iTunes. And also, you know what would be cool as heck? Hell? You know, tag, <laughs> uh, like, let the stars, the cast, the crew, everyone behind the Stumptown, tweet at them and let, us know, let them know that the after show is where it's at for Stumptown. So until then, thank you for letting us be the ESPN of TV talk. And uh, why don't we get on to our next topic? Let's do it. Yeah, which is kind of the second biggest storyline in this episode, which was... It was a little heated, a little tension-filled, uh, but I was here for it. It was a Gray versus Hoffman, because li- <laughs> literally they were kind of butting heads in this episode. You know, Gray is suspected by Hoffman to be Jack's killer. Jack, he didn't make it past episode two, unfortunately, last week. I mean, I could have told you that gold <laughs> tooth, it wasn't going to work. That damn gold tooth, Shay. Oh my gosh, I was even saying that last week. Yeah, like, you were not tooth. a fan. Do not trust anyone with a gold tooth. You heard it here. Facts. <laughs> um, but what do you guys think about this? What do you think about the whole dynamic of them going back and forth in this episode? Because we haven't really seen a whole lot of interaction between these two characters yet. I think it's these are two, okay. I'll let you go first. I was just gonna say I feel like there was a lot of cat and mouse this episode. Period. Um, and there was a lot of like this episode. I mean, this character versus this character. Um, Dex and Hoffman, not Dex and Hoffman. Hoffman and Gray. I just thought it was interesting because last week we talked about 
Dex kind of being like that that common denominator between them and right. the possibility of a love triangle. So I was wondering if Hoffman was going to allow his feelings for Dex to kind of play into how mm. he dealt with Gray. Yeah. Um, which he didn't. He kept it professional. But it was definitely an interesting moment. Oh, my gosh. I was kind of giving him the side eye, Hoffman, though, when he invited Dex over. <laughs> Just to get information out of her, basically. Cooking her dinner. Okay, great. But they didn't even end up eating dinner. Like, am I the only one that realized the food was still there, untouched? I mean, as long as the, the other wasn't on and I got mine, I mean, I could be okay So would that. you have left without eating? I'm pretty sure I, mean, I would have needed a plate. <laughs> I mean, I would have took, like, took a like Tupperware container with me. I would have just grabbed it I and mean, then took it. I'm like, I will bring this back to you. <laughs> we will reconvene. As an excuse for another round is what right. that sounds like to me. Okay, so <laughs> I'm still going to talk about Michael Ely's sexy, sexy voice. He got like deeper and then just like smoother. And he like, I was just like, yes, make the voice go deeper. I mean, if we go in there, can we just talk about the way he did kind of seduce yes, her? I mean, absolutely. It was kind of hot. <laughs> he like definitely went for it and she was. Yeah. There, she was there and enjoying, right? And allowed. I, I think she wasn't like a hundred percent there though, because she didn't stare into his eyes. She just playing hard to get. She's just she. She knows she wants it though. I'm sorry, Dex. You want it. You want Hoffman. Let's be real. But I think it's kind of like a Medusa complex. You, if you look into his eyes, you're done. You're just like you're gonna you, be stuck. Oh, you, yeah, you give him everything. Sure. Whereas for Dex sure. kind of gave him like a ninety percent. I feel like the thing for me with Gray and <laughs> she wasn't looking at him. She was just true. Like, the thing with me with Gray and Hoffman, though, I mean, obviously, Dex is the common denominator. And obviously, she has almost had similar experiences with both, except for she has slept with Hoffman now twice, and she only slept with Gray once. And I think Gray figured he'd get out of the friend zone eventually. And now this, and here comes Hoffman, mm-hmm. who has a different tour to chemistry than he has with Dex. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's so off-putting to him. But I think um, that Gray is so consumed with like the situation right. he's in that he hasn't even thought about yeah. like Dex and Hoffman. Before that. Like, but, um, like, but now, obviously, with yeah. him, yes, yeah, yeah, like he yeah. is like I'm trying to keep myself alive and like keep my business. That sucks. I like, feel but so you bad. Say something to Gray because like I legit feel like her antenna was like just wiggling. So she's just like I just gotta go. Mm-hmm. Like, is, that, is it cool that you know you almost you almost died? Okay, yeah. but I gotta yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. I gotta right. get out of here. <laughs> He's like, I don't have time for this. Sorry. Like my I'm friend and Tina would have just been like something. I'd have been like, uh, like Miss, like from the Madeline, and she was just always like, something is not right. Uh, what? <laughs> oh, you've never seen Madeline? Madeline? No. Okay, so yeah, she, I haven't either. She's a French. <laughs> so it's a school, a boarding school in France, and this little girl named Madeline, and her teacher is is um nun and she's and she's always knows when something's not right or something is like wrong with the girls and she'll wake up out of a dead sleep and just like something is not right with her figure like this like thank you that picture right there and say something is not right okay i mean i I know what that is i love the live version but yeah it was an animation as well and she's always like something is not right and then she'll just go to the girls room and somebody be crying or an appendix needs to get taken out gotcha it's like a whole thing well something is definitely not right because we're talking about Madeline but we should be talking about Dex and how amazing she is no but thank you for that thank you for informing us who Madeline is now you do know Madeline sorry I just when I hear Madeline I think of cookies because Madeline cookies me too Mm, yes okay anyways all we know moving (laughs) on we know that uh, Gray just owes 500k to some bad people 
And uh, unfortunately, that's a, that's he, couldn't, he couldn't join forces with uh, Hoffman, really, because that might be even worse by joining forces with the police in their eyes, you know? So he's just kind of in a really crappy situation. But I will say that Gray, even though he is not with uh, Dex, you know, as a romantic partner, it's almost like as if that's almost more important because like their relationship will not be tarnished because they are friends whereas you know having a sexual kind of quote-unquote romantic relationship with Hoffman you know that could be easily broken I just want to shout that out so, shout out to the friend zone we love the friend zone here at After Buzz the TV friend Ollie zone. Loves the friend zone the friend zone loves me I try to stay <laughs> out of the friend zone there may be people in the friend zone okay anyway go back to what you said there was, like, a little ray of hope mm. with Gray when the guy, I don't know the guy's name, maybe Frank? maybe it was the, Frank. The, the guy, the, middle, the big mid, guy. Yeah, the middle man between oh. Frank and Bad Yeah, guy. yeah, right. who yeah. said, just make sure that your bar stays profitable. Right. So, to me, that was a good sign. Like, we're not going to kill you. Keep doing what you're doing. Right. Make us our money. No, but I feel like even if he does end up still giving them 500k... They're gonna want more. Maybe. Right. And that's like, true. And that's still and now you're putting Dex's life, putting Ansel's life, and if Dex finds out you put Ansel's life in danger, oh, it's about to get real. It's just kind of one of those situations. you're damned if you do, damned right. if you don't. He doesn't right, know. Right. He doesn't yeah, I think Gray is, is right now at this point is just afraid of making the wrong decision. But you're making and I, but I you're I still where, making the wrong decision. I see where he's coming from though. He, I mean, what he's else just you a, do go to the cops. Right. Well, it's and like what? I mean, look what happened to Jack. Jack's he, dead because he ran. I know, but he's still dead. Well, he didn't have the money. He didn't so right. He was kind of he's expendable, so they killed him to kind of make an example out of him for Greg. He didn't serpentine. You know, R.I.P. Jack. Not really. So let's get on just to how the episode wrapped up. Running a little short, but it's fine because I just want to say some news or time for news and your special segment. Okay. So let's just talk about how this episode wrapped up. Uh, we didn't really. I forgot to mention how the whole storyline with Candace and Randall, that was huge. That was the main reason why Artie and Dex were kind of working together. But we come to find out that Candace is, um, uh, was married to Randall. Randall. And Randall started to kind of form a new exactly carbon copy relationship with another younger woman. Her name was Brie. And uh, Brie and... Uh, Brie and there's Randall. too many names. Brie, no, Brie Candace. and Candace meet up, and they kind of like console one another. They realize Randall is just kind of a dirt bag, and so Brie gives him the footage of the elevator and whatnot. And lo and behold, twist of the season by far. Artie is like the biggest con artist, and he ends up selling that footage of the elevator, which is showcases Randall beating Brie. He sells it back to Randall. To make more money than he would have gotten from Candace. So, what were you think? What were your thoughts on the whole reveal and the revelation that Artie is the he's like a jerk? Well, he's more than that. A, <laughs> I don't think there's even. I felt so bad. Candace is a single mom, and she will lose her kid, a kid that Randall doesn't even want. Right. Like you didn't, you didn't want her to be born. So, in my mind, why do you care? And that was the biggest thing, right? So, like we find out. That basically their relationship came to an end or imploded because she got pregnant. 
And so mm-hmm. what you said, like, he doesn't even want this kid, but you're going to fight her for the kid. To me, it's all about control, yes. which is what everything, apparently, this guy's about. Like, yeah. saving face, making money, and controlling. He's the aggressive. And the way he slapped Brie, I'm like, I'm sorry. He didn't slap. He punched her. Okay, it looked like he punched her. For me and you, because she's also our color, I was just like, what is, girl, you know it was a sign to get out. Uh, <laughs> like, you didn't see what's got to do with it. I'm going to need you to bend left left. You only gonna hit me once because then I go to jail for murder. I was a little surprised that she was like, You want me to rat out my boyfriend and then we find out what he done to her? Like, girl, come on. She is she's in love with like I think she's in love with the money. The she's in love out. with I feel like she's in love with the idea of love with the going to Rome. The he, betrayal. He's also good looking. Like and he was, he was good looking. Yeah. Okay. Maybe not. I like older men. Yeah. I was like, for older men, he's a fox. Cool. However, and this is this. I think this is my issue with that. Her saying, "You want me to give out on my boyfriend? If he's hit you once, he will hit you again." That's just point blank simple. He might yeah. be apologetic about it. He might, you know, give you a gift to try to say, "And I'm sorry." And it'll never happen again. But it will always happen again because they can't help it. And I think I like that you brought that up because a big theme in this episode that was brought up by Artie, I think, is that people don't change. They kind of like they shift. They shift, but they don't change. And so Randall ain't ever going to change for sure because he he beat Candace and he's showing signs of beating Bree as shown by the clip. And that brings up a good point. I don't know if the two of you realize this, but one of the themes that I saw in this episode was the power struggle between men and women. Mm. And specifically, I think it was Dex that called out white men. Right. And so this episode really did showcase how men are in powerful positions mm-hmm. and often manipulate the system to kind of get what they want to keep that position. But I like how at the very end, Dex was like, no, no, no. Right. Like, I will not be defeated. And so, you know, it's the rise of the woman and women right. working hard to, like, Take our places, not earn our places. We've already earned them, but like yeah. take them. Mm-hmm. Issa Rae did a quote where she says, "Black women aren't bitter; they're just tired of setting, settling for less than they deserve." Oh yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Can I get an amen?" Mm-hmm. Well, it's just true, and that's not that's not even just for all uh, for black women. That's for any woman mm-hmm. in a position who's felt that way. We're not bitter. We're not trying to be bossy or be quote unquote bitchy. We're trying to show you that we're smart. We're intelligent. We deserve our place. We still make what forty to under fifty cents less than a man, and for what? And for the same job that I'm probably even more qualified for. It makes no sense. No, I was waiting for the mic drop. <laughs> oh, mic drop! <laughs> no, I love it, chat. Like I can just like listen. I was like, to wait, you, did like, I do it wrong? <laughs> no, like, what am I supposed to say to that? Like, uh, I, I, all I can say is that, like, preach. Sometimes yeah. a very good show. It's very entertaining, but there are definitely like some some relevant and current themes right. running in. And so, for all of our viewers out there, while you're watching and enjoying, keep a lookout for those themes and let us know mm-hmm. what you think. Yeah, give us in the comments, the DMs, the Twitters, and whatnot, Instagrams. <laughs> Another quick thing before I know you want to get the special segment and everything <laughs> is I know, sorry, <laughs> but only because you mentioned it was also that women who have suffered abuse are survivors. They are warriors and. It's like we let's show them that we're survivors of warrior. We're not taking it anymore. Mm-hmm. I think that was a very awesome message too for just girl power. Yeah. 
And, it, and you saw that with uh, Bree and Candace. They're the survivors. And also Dex is a survivor, too, because of the PTSD that she's going through. And yeah. we even saw it happen in this episode uh, when yeah, they were getting shot sure. at. And um, I loved, like... <laughs> I think the episode started to end uh, like kind of like a better note, but then I love the I've got the power song, and then she's uh, going, she rushes into Candace's house, and there's something, like, we're going to see Candace again. Yeah, I'll save it for, for predictions. Ooh. I'll save it for predictions. <laughs> um, but I love that it ended on, like, that bittersweet note. It's like, oh, but, like, no, she's going to fight this. She's going to fight the men. She's going to avenge Candace, basically, yeah. and take down Artie, so I'm super excited. Yeah, for I sure. love Jesse's car so much. It might be a piece of crap, but I love, hey, the, you it, know, I love the Universal Music Playlist, okay? I'm excited for next week to see what, what the playlist also holds. But we're sh- short on time, so why don't we just get to news right now? Alright, LaToya, what do you got for us this week? I had some good news this week. Um, Stunttown has more than doubled its views since its premiere and it has added over four and a half million viewers. So, keep tuning in. Keep chatting with us on our after show at AfterBuzz. Keep messaging on Instagram, Twitter, um, hashtag Stumptown. All of that. Hashtag right. Stumptown a- ABTV. ABTV. Yeah. Yes. Or ABTV Stumptown. Yeah. The show's really fun to talk about, too. And it just, is like, fun. Predict and it's, it's and good whatnot. to watch. Stay tuned for predictions. But that's amazing. That's so cool. Like, when you told me that, I was thinking to myself, are you serious? That's amazing, because I'm in love with the show right now. Everyone on the cast, Michael, Kobe, Cameron, they're totally embodying these characters, and I just want to know more about their backstories. It's also showing... Hollywood and the industry that female lead driven shows are profitable mm-hmm. and why we need more of them mm-hmm. and sometimes breaking the glass ceiling break, that, breaking, that glass ceiling is broken in a way that Veronica Mars did but sometimes in a very adult way mm-hmm. so I just I really appreciate it mm-hmm. absolutely you know what I also appreciate mm-hmm. our special segment presented by Shay okay guys so our special segment is you just got stumped so, how this works is we're each going to give you something that stumped us that we weren't really weren't expecting this episode that just really stuck with us. We just couldn't get over it. So, I'm going to start with Miss LaToya. Yay! Um, the, sh- the shooting out of the back windshield. Oh. Like, that came out of nowhere, right? <laughs> like, I was like, what is this? And then their reactions. That's when we found out that Dex has PTSD mm-hmm. and already thought it was funny. Like, who laughs at being shot right. at? Somebody who's been in it in a while. Yeah, I, it was pretty I, sad. I, I felt I, bad. I think, you I think tell. It's, a, it's, an adverse, was, it's an adverse. I think it's adverse. Like, where she freaks out. Granted, you were in Afghanistan and stuff, so the bombs. But in his case, he's been dodging bullets and everything probably since, what, the it's, 80s? It's the second yeah, nature I don't know to him. if that would ever get funny, though. I feel like if you don't laugh, he cries. <laughs> well, also, he went, he went full on Joker a little bit. That character turned out to be very instrumental. Very true. So, but that was an unexpected thing for me. So that stumped yeah. me. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a very good one, Mister Oliver. Oh, me? Put on the spot. Uh, well, I would say I, my first instinct is to be like, oh yeah, uh, the the revelation with Artie's true like disposition of like you know manipulating everyone. But I want to say actually Sue Lynn. Uh, coming, ah, coming <laughs> to uh, Dex's house. Dex's house, because I was I was wasn't expecting to see her. I don't think she was she was in the last episode, but come to find out that she is friends with Randall. So I'm thinking, oh great, Dex's has another person against her. She has Randall. She has Artie, 
and Sulin. I'm thinking Sulin. I know, but like just on top of the case, and you know, Dex just has to fight everyone, let alone another woman too. Great, let's put women against each other because of the fact that Randall is already like being such a horrible person. So I was like really bummed out that Sulin is just another antagonist for Dex at this point. So yeah, that was my stunt moment. My stunt moment was when we found out he actually was selling the video to Randall, and I was just like. What kind of twist is this? I couldn't believe it. I actually was stunned by that. I wasn't expecting it. And mm-hmm. also the video with Bree and Randall in the elevator. That was violent. I'm going to have nightmares for that one because that was crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that, guys, was just art. You just got stunned. Ouch. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you for the news, Latoya. Yeah, and thank sure. you for the special segment. Look forward to it every single week. And let us know what you thought, what your stump moment was each week, because we want to know, because there's plenty of stump moments for sure. But um, until then, why don't we get to predictions? And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. <laughs> All right. Who wants to go first? Don't look at me, please. Shay's like, go first. <laughs> Always, Shay. What do you think? My prediction for next week is definitely about to get messy. PI versus PI. Uh, we're gonna figure out just how well Gray can also keep Dex from learning about the money he owes, about his his actual past. Because I think she she knows about the robbing, but I don't think she actually knows in depth. Mm-hmm. The situation and that actually he had money stored away mm-hmm. as well. So that's what I predict. Well, I actually wouldn't be surprised if um, Gray was honest with Dex and like told her kind of what the situation is. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, like I'm interested to just see what happens with Dex and Artie. It's mm-hmm. gonna heat up and it's gonna get good. Yes. And I'm always down to see some more Dex and Detective <laughs> Hoffman. Hoffman so, <laughs> you know. Or just maybe just Hoffman. No. Uh, okay, well, I'm thinking, okay, I just have to say this because <laughs> Dex gave me, okay, okay, I'm just going to say this right now. It's not spoilers, a little spoilers. Dex in the comic books is actually a bisexual character. Okay. And yeah. to me, she was giving me like, some interest in this episode about Candace a little bit. So I'm wondering if she's gonna like I don't know how big Spoiler alert. Well no technically I don't know. Let me just finish. I don't know if Candace is gonna be a bigger character, but I felt like did you get that vibe? It felt like she was interested in Candace like when she was at the beginning of the episode. Did anyone catch that? I did not catch that. I did not catch that, but she did mention how her she did date a girl prior in episode two. Did she? I missed that. I missed that too. Well, if anyone's unaware, Dex... I, I, thought it was, I thought she said it and not Gray. Oh, my god! I could have sworn she said it. Okay, well... I feel like it was, like, just thrown in. That's why... Okay. We well, can't... I just wanted to clarify that okay. Dex is a bisexual character in the comics. I'm not sure if it 100% is confirmed in the TV show, but maybe, according to Shade, is. I'd have to go back and watch yeah, it. Yeah, But I just wanted to shout that out. Maybe we're going to see a, you know, a same-sex relationship. Possibly, you know, if things don't work out with Hoffman or Gray. So we will uh, we will see for episode four. But until then, thank you guys so much for joining us for the episode three after show of Stump Town. It was such a pleasure. Where can I find my amazing panel on social media? You guys can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find me at the Sorry for Your Loss after show with the, about the amazing Elizabeth Olsen on 730s <gasps> yes. at Tuesday night. We love her. 
Nice. She I kills it. am <laughs> at Latoya Period Blakely on Instagram and Twitter, and I'm also on the Politician After Show. Check us out. Yes, and I'm Ollie Drennan. You can find me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer, and check me out on the AHS After Show uh, starting like right now. <laughs> Until then, guys, we will see you next week for Stumptown. Bye. 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 See you later. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.